0: You need during this difficult time of COVID 19 social distancing. Uh, I want to tell you a story today. Everybody loves a story. So let me tell you a story. It's a story about a man by the name of Habakkuk. Habakkuk was one of the prophets of the Lord who uh, was watching over God's people and cared for God's people. And yet he was living in a time when there was trouble, he was living in a difficult time when it looked like the, the roof was caving in on God's people, and Habakkuk had no idea why God was letting that happen or what God was up to. And so Habakkuk did what all of us ought to do when we have questions, and that is he went directly to God, and he made his complaint. He said, this is what my problem is. I don't understand. We pick it up in Habakkuk 1, uh, verses 1 through 2 the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, and he asked God his question. He said, "O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and you will not hear? Or cry to you, violence, and you don't see, you will not see, and you will not save?' Habakkuk asked the Lord, he said, "'What in the world is going on here? I don't understand. How is it that you can let this happen to your people? Why is this happening?' To your people. And God is always faithful to answer questions. And so he has an answer for Habakkuk's question. We find that in Habakkuk uh, chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. The Lord said to him, Now look among the nations and see, wonder and be astounded, for I'm doing a work in your days that you would not believe if told. God said to him, Here's why I haven't shared the answer with you, because you wouldn't even believe the answer if I told you what I was doing. And God says, now let me show you. And he said, just so you don't miss it, here's the answer. And he gives us the answer in verse 6. He says, behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation who marched through the breadth of the earth to seize dwellings not their own. God says, hey, Habakkuk, here's what I'm up to. I'm going to use the Chaldeans, a people that are... are bitter, a people that are violent, a people that are known for their savagery. And I am using them to chastise my people. And Habakkuk's reaction was the typical reaction that any of us might have. We say, Lord, surely that's not what you're up to. That can't be what it is. And so Habakkuk says to the Lord, now we've got a real problem. It wasn't just that I I don't understand now that I understand I don't like what you're doing. This thing that you're doing doesn't it doesn't suit me, Lord. It seems out of place. And Habakkuk asked the Lord another question in verse 13 of chapter 1. He said, "You who are of purer eyes than to see evil and cannot look at wrong, why do you idly look at traitors and remain silent?" when the wicked swallows up the man more righteous than he. Habakkuk said to the Lord, I don't get what you're up to. How can you take people who are worse than we are and use them to punish your own people, the people that you love? And again, God has an answer for him. We find this in Habakkuk 2 verses 3 and 4. The Lord said, for the vision still awaits its appointed time, It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. God says, you're going to get your answer. The answer will come. Just wait. Just wait. You're going to find out all that I'm up to and why I'm doing this. But God said to him, now, look, let me give you something while you wait. You need to understand what your responsibility is. And so verse 4, he says, behold, his soul is puffed up. It's not right within him. He says, Habakkuk, pride will keep you from understanding the answer. But here's the secret. It's the last half of verse 4. He says, but the righteous shall live by his faith. He said, Habakkuk, here's what you do when you're in a troubled time, when you don't understand, or maybe you do understand and you don't even like the answer that God is is given. You don't like what God is doing. He says, here's your business. Your business is to live by faith. Your business is to trust that I'm good and to keep steady on in trusting me. This was an answer that satisfied the prophet's heart. We find his reaction in uh, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, where Habakkuk said, Okay, if that's the way it is, then here's what I'm going to do. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Habakkuk said, Lord... I hear you. Lord, I trust you. This is the resolution of our problem when we don't understand God. This is how we handle it when we may not even like what God is doing. We simply bow in humility before the Lord, saying, Though I don't understand or I don't like it, I'm going to trust you because I know that you're good. There's the story of Habakkuk. Now, uh, permit me to make three brief applications from the story. Application number one, you know, if you have no faith, you really don't have a problem with the world being the way it is. People who don't believe in God or people who perhaps only intellectually believe in God but don't really trust him, they don't have a right to complain about the world the way it is because they don't believe that anything should be better than it is. It's only when there's a righteous God who's sovereign and responsible over things that we begin to ask questions. I wonder if we realize that it's only those who believe who question what God is up to. And when we do question, we ask ourselves, what is the proper response? And that's my second application. The proper response is faith. Faith is the key to endurance. We trust that God is doing more than we can understand and that will be able to, to, that will become clear to us in time as we wait upon him. So we wait upon the Lord. And then finally, one further application, if I may, it's the puffed up man who insists on the self-centered right to know, and he's the one who gets Nothing. It's the righteous one who trusts God. It's the righteous one who is humble enough to live by faith. It takes humility to accept the answer that we don't know and that we can't understand, but that we trust God in his goodness. So here's my question to you today. If it takes humility to accept the answer, have you got it? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the fact that you are a God who has answers. We thank you for the fact that all you do is done for good reason and good purposes, whether we understand or not. And so help us to be those people who patiently wait upon you and trust you. We'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Don't forget that we're live streaming our services at 9 o'clock on Sunday. And we have an 11 o'clock service also, which is uh, on-site. We have a 6 p.m. service in the evening, also on-site. You can check our website, uh, bfcsebring.com, or our Facebook page. And we thank you for joining us, and stay safe.